Hey guys, my name is Kyle and Sarah, and I'm what most people describe as a restaurant guy. I have one purpose in this podcast and on all my social media platforms, and that is to do my part by sharing my experience and what I've learned in helping to reduce the failure rate of restaurants in this country. Look, I didn't do everything perfect. I don't have all the answers, but what I can share with you is my experience, what I did right, what I did wrong, and what I would do exactly the same. I'm also going to have guests on who are going to tell their story and help share some of their insight so that you restaurant owners and operators can learn from other people in the country, realize that you're not alone. A lot of these issues we all have had, we've all experienced, and collectively we can do our part to help make sure that restaurants continue to thrive in our communities and continue to be sources of uh, employment, places of gathering, and whatever comes in the future, we're all going to do it together. So this is the National Restaurant Owners Podcast. Thanks for listening. So, one of the things that I've, you, you and I have been recording since, I don't even know when, video, since when? It's been, uh, what, nine months? What do you want to say? Nine months. Yeah, it's been nine uh, months. We could have had a child. <laughs> the, exactly. The, uh, yeah, and I think um, I've done a really shit job of creating my own content during that time, because yeah. you and I talk about it so much, there's probably... 20 different podcasts in just the car rides. For sure. Which is what this is. Exactly. All right, so. All the topics we talk about, all the things we cover. Yeah, and it could be anything from real estate to entertainment. It's a big umbrella. Um, yeah. So, obviously, you know, this podcast is for restaurant people. For sure. But I get a lot of uh, commercial brokers and stuff that listen to this. Yeah. And I know that a lot of them are hesitant to do anything and I get a lot of them reaching out being like oh that's so great I see these videos that you're doing right but they don't do them right they still so it's been nine months yeah. since that first Mill Street video there's been a series of videos that have been out since then why do you think these people are not doing these videos why are they not even trying to do I'm not saying that you yeah. know ideally they would use you or somebody like you to do right. it but why do you think they're not doing it uh, there's a couple of things, a couple of factors. Um, definitely fear is the ultimate factor in going into something like this. Like you said, nobody's doing um, what we're doing, you know, on a, on a, on a scale like this. Right. Uh, it's fairly new and fresh. So when you see somebody doing it, it's like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I'd love to do it or be a part of it. But you've never had a camera in your face. You've never spoke to a camera before. Um, you've only had interaction with humans. You've never had to talk you know, to the masses. Um, and I think another thing that goes into it is like just relationship with tech, you know, like a lot yeah. of, a lot of your peers and guys like that might not, um, they're on socials, but they might not understand it fully. They, they have their camera, they have these different apps, but they not, they might not know how to integrate and utilize all the things that they have. You know, right. it took, even it, it took you time to like, you know, oh, figure God, out, yeah. you know, all yeah. these steps, it takes time. You have to put in the hours and, and, so that's what people don't understand is that it's it's hours it's hours yeah. and they're like well why are you wasting your time or doing the what how could you find the time and i'm like 
I don't know about these guys, and I know it's all changing, but yeah. my broker, and it's not, this is not a knock on them, but CBRE does not give us dollars to spend on you, on marketing, right. on advertising. Right. It's stuff that we have to pay for. Right. In this environment that we live in with phones and YouTube and podcasts and all this stuff, how do you not see it as an investment? How, right. Where are you going to spend your money? That's exactly. my question. They, they're not looking at the full landscape of everything. They just they're they're going back to their old you know the old ways and they're not realizing that the times are moving and things are changing the way you need to present things and market them are is completely new now it's yeah completely different and you know it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks right it's not, yeah it's not I, think so. I mean like that guy who I just hung up with you know so exactly <laughs> just got the phone so you know cold calling all of those things that you guys are used to doing or whatever the case. Um, when you get used to something like that, that's all you know. Right. And then you got somebody telling you, no, you need to fucking put yeah. a, a camera in your face and, you know, or your phone in your face and let people know what you what you have to offer and actually show them so they can have a visual of it. Uh, it, it, it probably just puts fear in people, you know, it scares people. It's, like, it's funny though, because those same people have no problem. I mean, historically, I'm not, I don't have anybody in mind when I say this, but like, plastering their face on a bus right or putting their face right on uh, a shopping cart at a grocery store very true but when it comes to actually doing it themselves or even working with somebody like you a videographer or yeah. even a photographer yeah. and social media even though they're glued to their social media even though they're on instagram all day long they're on facebook they're on linkedin they don't put out the content and then they judge you yep doing it for spending time doing it as if it should only take five minutes and be done with it yeah meanwhile the, the people who are plastered on billboards and all that they made sure they got the perfect picture of themselves they yeah. went through that whole process which does it's not a, as vulnerable you know you're not as vulnerable you're, you're finding the perfect picture that you think represents yourself you're putting your message on it you're plastering it, plastering places this is way more uh, uh exclusive this is um more personal any, yeah more personal anything could happen in these you know we have yeah. moments where we're just like yo let's just roll with the flow let's just go with it um and that's off of our relationship too because right. we have a relationship we had a relationship prior to shooting and things like that, yeah, that, that which, helps, which helps sure, you know yeah. what i mean because it's hard when you know i guess a lot of these guys they're like damn i, I might not be able to film this myself and then you have to reach out and find somebody that's willing you know and has the eye and you know can branch out and do things like that so that's also rare about it about right. the situation but um you know putting in putting in a couple of hours a day uh either podcasting or or utilizing your phone or any of these apps that we have uh can help you in so many ways i think that they're just shunning it until they see us win and then they're right right it just takes until until you see somebody win and then it's like oh maybe i should you know start getting into the involved in this but for me it was to be honest it was ryan surham and it was right. a handful of guys there's Right. Dude, Rob Velez out of uh, PA, the commercial real estate guy, I saw some of his content. Right. And, like, I, like I'm, we're fucking recording this in the car. Yeah. So people who say they don't have time, they are, they're just, it's just an excuse, right? I mean, it's that's an really excuse. what it is. Yeah, it's, it's an excuse. I'm sure you open Netflix today. Right. <laughs> like, you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. I'm sure you scrolled through a couple of apps today. I'm sure you wasted time doing something throughout the day that you could have utilized um uh doing something else and what i what i realized is it becomes contagious uh and and it takes a, it takes steps to get there but 
as you work and then you see your product from your work and then you see the reactions you're getting from your work that's that's can it becomes contagious you're like i need to keep putting out content you need to keep working expanding and yeah. then you realize wow this is a whole i, I don't want to scroll through instagram anymore i don't want to be the viewer i want to be the creator right that's a, that's a great point because so many people who judge what happens here are looking at things from the perspective of a consumer yeah and then they are um on the same token, they're not do they're not creating because they feel like, oh well, I'm consuming all this stuff. I could never do it. Right. But they're not giving. They're the ones consuming. But then they're saying I shouldn't do this. It's a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Well, then what are you doing? Right. How are you spending your time? Are you right. the perfect example? Yeah. Yeah, that's a great point because, I mean, just tell like, you get this footage today, right? And we've narrowed it down to a little bit of a science. So maybe now is you know, a little bit different story than what it was, but. How long does it take you to take, where did I, what, maybe, how long, 10 minutes of video, maybe, yeah. chop to it chop down. it into three or four minutes? Yeah. I mean, real, real, real talk, what does this take you to, to execute? Uh, realistically, if I'm editing, now because I've created the mold, mm-hmm. you know, and I have, I know the way we want it to look, I have the, the, um, the text that I'm going to use in terms of, like, the fonts and everything that we always use. Yeah. Because I've created that mold, and now I can just go in, watch the footage back, take clips, uh, at most... At most, with everything rendering and all that, three hours at most. Right. But three hours is three hours real is, time. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's real time. But three hours is less than a shift you do at a regular nine to five. Right. Three hours is less than some movies that you watch on yeah, Netflix. Right. You right, know right, what right, I mean? Or right. when you're binge watching a show, and what could come out of that three hours, you know, that you chop down to five minutes or four minutes of content you don't know what could come out of that right a deal could be made out of that you know what i mean so it, it's it's vital it's key and i'm going the wrong way so cool but anyway but my, right by my old job so. <laughs> oh that's right yeah oh, i could go that way but i'm gonna go through the um the, but my point is like so those people who are saying oh how do you have all that time yeah. it took us 15 minutes there the time is on your end which right. i get that's a that's some a skill set that i'm not familiar with and don't pretend to but yeah like you, you're a salesperson. You're and this is this is the differentiation is, this is not sales. This is branding. Right. And branding is not sales. There are there's a reason why Wonder Bread puts their name on the side of the NASCARs. Right. Right. Like they don't know what they're getting out of it. They know that yeah. they're seeing eyeballs. There's no way for them to justify that money. The same way there's no way for me to really justify the time spent. Or the money spent in terms of ROI, we could calculate it at the end of right. the month or whatever. But right. it's part of who you are, and those same people, like we were talking before, will use things like Instagram, Facebook, and all that stuff. But they'll also use Amazon. They'll also use um, right. Uber Eats, all these right. things. We're in a place now, I think, where we're going to be a commodity. Yeah. And it's going to be like you want restaurant commercial space and. Yeah. This country, here's who you go to because this is the brand that I associate right, with. Right. And I think so few people get that or they think that yeah. they don't have enough of a background or experience to present themselves that way. Mm-hmm. What do you say to those people who think, like, I don't have anything to say on camera? They're, they're holding themselves back. Um, it, it, you don't have anything to say on camera. I know you have something to say off of it. You know, when we're speaking, <laughs> you know, like, that's we're going ha- to have an entire conversation that we could have recorded. But the fear of it being recorded and you being vulnerable on camera is what's holding you back. 
all these thoughts that you're putting in your brain, I can't, I, I won't, I, all of those things, all these negative uh, um, things that you're saying yeah. to yourself, you know, you're, you're persuading yourself ultimately to uh, to hold yourself back. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's sad, but it's what humans do. I'm not even going to sit here and act like I haven't done it before. Right. I used to be that way. Right. I, I can and no, nah, this can't, you know, this isn't possible or whatever. All those things that you keep telling yourself. When you start switching that up and you start showing yourself, and it takes a lot of repetition too. It takes, um, you know, you have to constantly do this. You know, you understand that. Like us oh, building man. this brand and everything, the more and more we do it, the more custom people will become to it, watching it seeing the flow of it, all of those things. And then for them, it'll become contagious to consume. You get what I'm saying? Yep. Like, I'm looking forward to the next Kyle video or whatever the case. Not even if they don't have to be interested in restaurants. They don't have to be interested right. in, you know what I mean? No, it just becomes, that's another good point. Yeah, right. it, doesn't, it doesn't, you don't have to be invested in that. I watch food shows all the time. Am I a chef? Am I, do I cook yeah. half the time? No, <laughs> but... You're entertained. Right. I'm entertained. I've become accustomed to watching these things. I like the people on the shows. All of those things count. I'll tell you, I, I consumed content from people like Gary Vaynerchuk, yeah. uh, Andy Forsella, yeah. Tony Robbins, all these guys for probably six to seven years wow. before I decided to do anything. So what really, though, struck a chord with me was maybe about two years ago, I think it was Gary who said, this is no different than anywhere you search on the web or anybody who tells you, oh, you want to lose weight? Mm -hmm. Here's exactly what to eat. Here's exactly <laughs> right. how much to work out. Right. You want to do it? Do it. But yeah. you can't sit at home and not eat the salads and not drink the right amount of water and eat the right amount of protein and do the push-ups or yeah. the, the whatever and expect to get results. It's the exact same way with this. So what I, yeah. It stuck with me like, that's a great point. I'm not going to be better at being on the camera or I'm not going to be better yeah. talking on a podcast if I just sit here and say, I'm not good at it. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's right. a weird, it's a weird dynamic. It's a weird, yeah, you gotta, you can take it from any aspect of life, sports, anything, you know, like you're just not going to get better if you don't work at it. You have to work at it. And what's interesting about this, because we're working at it and nobody else does it or nobody, you know, nobody, mm -hmm. a lot of people aren't invested in this yet. It, we have more free reign. Right. We can we can fuck up. You right. know what I'm yeah, saying? Right. Because it won't look at like a fuck up. You have nothing to compare it to. Right. You know what I mean? So we're in a beautiful we're in a beautiful position. Um, and like I said, the more we work at it, the more people will understand uh, where we're coming from. Yeah. I mean, so for you though, for your business, so yeah. you have a production company. Yes, sir. And you you guys are using all sorts of um, you know video photography yeah. drone it yeah so you've invested personally your time and your yeah. uh, career basically in this what percentage of your videos mm -hmm. are used for something other than social media mm. a lot um i'd say a percentage i'd say 30 percent are used for what purpose uh a personal you know right. like i have a lot of things that are just personal use and like I've always I've always kept the camera on me, no matter what it was high school, uh, walking around in school, whatever the case. I like to document things because right. I understand the value in uh, watching um, or having this visual uh, art. You know, this is this is art at the end of the day. We we look at this 20 years from now, even some of the things that I have now that have aged. It's a feeling I get when I watch these things back. Like, wow, oh, yeah. like, look at what we've come from. Look how far we've came. Um, so a lot of things that I do shoot are just personal that I just keep on external hard drives 
and um, you know, I'll keep for an eternity for my brothers, for you know, their kids, yeah, or whatever the case, because that's what really what, how I you know became in love with with this stuff. My grandfather was like the fam- family photographer. He shot you know everybody, and uh, you know we go to cookouts. He would shoot, do different things like that, and. I didn't, when I was a kid, I didn't understand the value in that until he passed. Yeah. And I was like, wow. All these pictures. Look at all these, fo- look at all these moments that he captured that would have been lost. Right. You know, it would have just been in my memory. But now I can actually sit here and look at them. So the value, it's invaluable. You know, like, uh, that's how I look at content. So, um, and that's how I look at everything that I do. So, uh, you know, I have a bunch of stuff that I just keep, you know, for personal. And I'd say about 20 or 30% of my stuff that I just will have forever so basically i mean that in that example yeah. imagine if jeff bezos had a camera on himself from the second that he started right there you now. go there you go somewhere you along know. the line he hired exactly. and you then some entrepreneur could, could watch that and be inspired by it so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um that's all i want to say right i think that if you're you're a, if you're a commercial broker and you're listening to this you can feel free to reach out to to myself and g up with the our contact stuff in the show notes but um you just need to go out there and do it do it. And it's no one, and people are going to judge you, but I got news for you. People are judging you already. Right. So they're judging you on the calls you make, on the emails that you write. You still go out there every day and do your job. So this is really no different. So exactly. that's it. A little motivation. Thanks, dude. You already know. Anytime. Now, now we got to actually do work. <laughs> that was great, though. Yeah. That was All right, guys, thanks so much for listening to the latest episode of the National Restaurant Owners Podcast. I want to take a second here and just remind you that, like I said earlier, my goal is to help reduce the failure rate of restaurants in this country. So what I did is I went on my Instagram and I created a link to my calendar. And if you head there and you click the link in my bio and you scroll down, you'll see that there's a drop down menu there and it says 15 minute phone consultation. So if you're a restaurant owner operator and you just have a quick question, you don't know where to turn, whether it's about operations, whether it's about a startup, how to find money or what to do with this particular server, whatever the case may be, I am there for you. It's a free 15 minute phone consultation and I'm here to help. So if you need it, you know how to find me and continue to listen and support the podcast. I would love if you would uh, share, comment, review, whatever, all that fun stuff. Uh, And I just appreciate the love and support I've been getting for this. So we're going to keep cranking them out. And if you're interested in being on the show, please hit me up. Best way to get a hold of me is on Instagram, or you can always text me at 631-965-1300. Thanks so much again, guys.